Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Moni Zhang. Hey everyone, this is Moni Zhang. <laughs> Zhang, okay, sorry. I always I always get self-conscious pronouncing your surname. I'm, Zhang. I'm very open to whatever. You're used to white people mispronouncing your surname, yes. is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Moni, cool. Very happy to have you here. Um, so can you introduce yourself briefly, how we know each other? What you what you do? Yeah, we know each other through comedy. I'm also a stand-up comedian based in Berlin. Uh, mm -hmm. Originally, I'm from China, so I've been on the scene for almost three years. Uh, we so we run into each other uh, mm -hmm. rather often. Mm -hmm. I think we get to know each other probably like uh, a few because a few months ago mm -hmm. I did a, a show about uh, mental health, mm -hmm. and uh, you were so nice volunteer to co-host with me, <laughs> and because of that we start to get to know each other. Then we start to do a show together yeah we did our first hairy bitches yeah it's an amazing show it's about shame it's about shame which uh which is definitely going to be a, a topic within this episode today exactly <laughs> <laughs> yay shame <laughs> um and that was uh that's the show that uh we also run with kate checker who was on the second episode of this podcast check it out yeah check it out hairy bitches smashing shame i stopped shave afterwards you stopped shaving yeah yeah it's, are you fully bushy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah like <laughs> how long are the armpits like uh, um, uh nine, maybe like a finger necklace. Like a centimeter. Yeah, a bit more. Are they really dark or are they thin uh, or what do they look? They like? are dark. I'm Chinese. Uh, well, you know, I'm just asking. The viewers <laughs> can't see. <laughs> the viewers, the listeners can't see you. Um. Okay. And are, are they are they lots or is it like a, an old Chinese man's beard? Like, like they are very like hard, mm -hmm. hard and uh, bushy. Hard and bushy. Actually, I'm. I still shave my armpits because oh. it it hurts. But I stop mm. shaving the other parts. Okay. My legs are very hairy now. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Mm. Mine are now grown out such that like they're soft. Like they're really soft. They're mm. the softest. Like except for when you freshly wax. Um, but then you know within a couple of days like you're starting to get them growing back my hairs are so soft now my legs are so soft because they're they, so long are they as soft as cashmere as cashmere yep as you want to you want to feel okay let's okay they're move. not very moisturized but if you, if you ignore the white skin i think skin. you oversold it a little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh but come on feel like if I, you go up if you go up if you go up, see? I think How it, soft is that? I think you probably should use some conditioner. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I've been wearing... I, I, I've, It's cold and I'm wearing stockings and you're judging me for all of oh, the white sorry. skin. I, um, I love your hair for no matter thank what. Thank you, thank you. It's fine. I don't need your valid, your opinion. No, I, I, I actually really am very happy with uh, my body hair growing up. But your bikini line is fully, fully bushy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I, I feel quite good. I think uh, save uh, some effort uh, every day. Mm. And also it's more eco-friendly because I stopped using razor. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, how you're putting... Yeah, it's the, it's the carbon footprint I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, I'm in a committed relationship. So who cares? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only, the only other time I grew everything out was when I was in... Uh, 
a committed relationship with a French man as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to care less. Yeah. No, there's lots of great men out there who aren't going to judge you for having body hair. I just... Yeah, maybe just some don't. men, they, they, they love it. Like uh, yeah. my man, he is uh, borderline gay, like bisexual. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's borderline a, gay or bisexual? What is borderline it? bisexual. He, uh-huh. he, he's attracted. Bicurious? Uh, not curious anymore. He tried it out. It's not for him uh, sexually. Uh, but he's still attracted to by, men. By, by, by men. Mm-hmm. So uh, for him, I think maybe it's an add-on. Oh, he tried it out. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> speak for your boyfriend now, please. Yeah, I uh, actually we um, we started we met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and then we were uh, just stay as uh, friends for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he has a gay friend visiting Berlin for a month. Mm-hmm. I end up really, really connected with his gay friend and mm-hmm. we hang out every day and uh, he slept at my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, he moved in, the, the, the gay friend moved in to my house after the uh, third time we met. Wow. Uh, and uh, then- Were you I- looking for someone? No, uh, no, like he moved in on my couch. Okay. I was like, yeah, you don't have a place to stay. Why not just stay with me? Close bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And at that time, I was also depressed and uh, mm-hmm. unsickly. If I was mm-hmm. lonely and uh, my life was a uh, chaos. And mm-hmm. uh, I was in a manic uh, situation mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in my depression. Mm-hmm. So he moved in with me and every day we hang out. Um, and that's how I got closer, closer with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the one month mm-hmm. uh, of the, the friend's visit, so mm-hmm. he visited uh, Berlin for one month. At the end of it, uh, my boyfriend and I start to go out. Oh, that's so cute. And, and then, then I realized they had sex. They had had sex. They tried to have sex. They tried to have sex. Yeah, yeah. You, you, okay. So I was, I was like excited about some, some really sort of boundary crossing, uh, privacy exposing details about your boyfriend's sex. There's more details. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the <laughs> end of the one month, we went to a sex club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three por- of you. Porn on um, porn sexual. Uh, porn sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I went with him, with the gay friend and a bunch of other friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my first and only uh, uh, time went to a, a, a sex, a sex club. club. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I dressed up in a very fancy class, wa- uh, beautiful way. Uh, what were you wearing? What were you wearing? Because Dragos leather vest. What What did Moni uh, take to the I sex party? I was wearing uh, like a black uh bra mm-hmm. and with uh, uh, also black uh, underwear but uh, w- how how do you call this thing with this uh, uh um the things that go around your thighs that hold stockings up yeah yeah and a garter belt this thing yeah, yeah garter belt and then um yeah like a garter belt with yeah. stockings attached yeah. Oh, yeah and then i wear uh, like a japanese uh, kimono 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 like a like green like a really mm-hmm. shiny one and then i have some like a uh, uh, I forgot what ha- I have. I had some like a, a flower, uh, like fake flower ring made for my hair, and and oh, wow. I uh, uh, my flatmate put some like a LED in it, so it, LEDs it, in it your shines. Hair. <gasps> yeah. Cool. Tell me, please. You were wearing sneakers. Were you wearing sneakers? Uh, no. Oh. I I was wearing leather shoes. Bad decision. Yeah. 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 
that would have looked that would have looked great that would you must have looked amazing yeah did you dance a lot uh yeah did you take drugs uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> were they just purely psychedelics or did you go uh, for I, amphetamines I, I took LSD Oh, you did LSD upon yeah. sex. I love that you did LSD upon sex. I, I, that was a bad decision. Yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but but I had a good time, Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, no. I actually really liked the uh, 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 sex club because I realized um, if you go to your normal club mm-hmm. and you dress up, mm-hmm. guys always want to hit on you and try to touch it de- you. It depends on the club, really. But yeah, and in, in Berlin, there's lots of places you can go dress crazy and people. Mm. D- but uh, yeah. they like in normal clubs because women also look for like a, a sex or love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's uh, like a mutual. Mm-hmm. But in sex cl- uh, in the sex. Uh, club i went mm-hmm. because people know if they touch you that means something so they are really aware of boundaries yeah I agree. Uh, and i really love that like uh two people we uh, are almost both fully naked mm-hmm. but they they talk with such like a, a decency and mm-hmm. a respect and mm-hmm. they keep physical uh place uh be far away mm-hmm. from you and i feel wow they are so respectful i think i think in those spaces uh in berlin the um, like male gay community mm-hmm. is kind of uh, the majority in those mm-hmm. spaces. Mm-hmm. I think that there are more um, hetero <laughs> sex club spaces, but mm-hmm. often it's more gay. And then mm-hmm. I'm not sure if those same um, sentiments apply to for gay men mm-hmm. being in those spaces. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of sleazy mm-hmm. gay male behavior that mm-hmm. happens. Like, oh. but maybe a bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. But on the flip side, uh, it's great that you had such a lovely time. And then was it th- like what happened there with then, that? Then afterwards, like, uh, we all went to uh, the gay friend. Uh, his name is Chad. Chad, if you are listening. Should you say his surname as well? Have you got his address even? We could. Uh... Uh, no, no, no. Hey, Chad, Chad, I love you. Chad, that's so, so great. Chad, he's American. And uh, he uh, uh, at that time, he has um, uh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, at the morning, 10 a.m., we were all very tired and uh, we went to his place mm-hmm. and uh, lying in bed and mm-hmm. uh, we were like, okay, why not just take a photo pretending we are having a threesome? So I t- took down my dress a little bit, only showed my, my shoulder mm-hmm. and uh, 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 lying in the blanket, taking a picture as if we are having threesome. And... Uh, then later I realized my boyfriend was totally naked without uh, uh, underwear in it. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you so rude? And you lying in the bed with me fully naked without my consent. And uh, Were you guys together then? No, uh-huh. we were not dating. We were like still friends. Okay. And uh, then I left. Then I left. Um, Once to- you saw the photo? Once you saw the photo later? Uh, yeah, I have the photo, so I can send to you. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like you left just because you were tired. Yeah, I was It's tired. later that you yeah, saw yeah, in the yeah, photo yeah. that he had no pants on. Yeah. And you're like, dude, but, that But was... I just thought he's a bit weird. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... Well, you like, guys were all on LSD, so come on. <laughs> <laughs> then later, I, I realized uh, they fucked. <laughs> ah, so later after you left, they fucked. Yeah, like uh, this is their second time having sex. The first time he, uh, my boyfriend wanted to try mm-hmm. and he told his 
best gay friend said,、mm-hmm. if I want to have this experience, I want to have it with you because I feel safe.、Mm-hmm. And the、uh, chat start immediately start to kiss him and、uh, took him home and、uh, have sex.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, my boyfriend wants to be the button, but then he realizes it's too painful for him,、mm-hmm. and then he just don't want to try anymore. And at the after the、uh, sex club that morning,、mm-hmm. um, turns out、uh, Chaz uh, tried to fuck、uh, Sam again, and、uh, mm-hmm. he came on Sam's ass. Wow. Okay,、yeah. that, those are some details. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> I just got a very clear image of come on Sam's ass. <laughs> Sam has an amazing ass. I'm sure he does. He's a very、yeah. cute, very cute guy. Yeah, he's he's not curious anymore. He knows he's not gay, but he's attracted by by men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.、Um, I feel like whenever、uh, anal hurts, it's just a matter of lubricant. But that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs>、um, okay. Good.、Uh, all right. So. Oh, where do we go from there?、Um, we're talking about you with your boyfriend because、uh, you're in a healthy relationship. Oh, because you're hairy now, and so、yeah. it doesn't really bother him, and he's happy with that. All right.、Yeah. Um, he finds it sexual,、uh, sexy because he's attracted to men anyway. <laughs> I love that. I I actually think yeah. I was with a I was with a person last year.、Um, a they and they're now a, a she. Um, but、uh, I think a big part of the reason they were attracted to me was because I have—I wasn't hairy back then, but because I—I can—I can come—I have quite quite strong masculine attributes in some ways,、mm-hmm. and、um, yeah, I, I missed out on the opportunity of getting full bushy with、uh, with them. That would have been that would have been good.、Mm-hmm. I really think they liked me because I was like a. They eat、uh, multiple people. No, one person、oh. that, like gender. Gender neutral, neutral gonna.、Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> although now they're a she, right? They're、yeah. a she now. But I, I, yeah. It's 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 yeah. I have to be, stay really present when I talk about them. Her, her. I guess it's funny because I haven't really seen her.、Uh, I've only seen her once since、uh, she's become a she, and yeah. So it's, they're still kind of a they for me.、Um, Yeah,、uh, I don't know. Being with bisexuals, like a lot of my exes have been、um, bi curious or or bisexual.、Uh, I think I think I attract that.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you have such a independent personality. Just、uh, people who's into men potentially can be into you, <laughs> not because of your look, but because how independent、uh, mm. you are. Yeah, although you'd like, I'd like to think that independence isn't a、uh, being independent or independence isn't a, a purely masculine、mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, right. I want. Yeah, I like. I like. Yeah, but I've never. I've never really.、Um, there's been only a few women that I've actually been really attracted to,、mm-hmm. and、uh, they've usually been um, of. Uh, Asian descent, actually,、mm-hmm. uh, Indonesian or、um, hmm. Indonesian. Yeah, I had a massive crush on a girl in high school.、Mm-hmm. Indonesian. I had a, a friend in high school who,、uh, if we didn't pick up a guy at a party, we would make out and finger each other. Oh wow! She was like, she, we were each other's like Plan B. Wow! At parties, and she was Indonesian as well.、Mm-hmm. And then.、Um, 
yeah and then i had a bit of a crush on a on a on a japanese woman but uh yeah that was a short one i'm bisexual too yeah yeah but i i just i think it's just too much trouble dating women why uh i i don't know i'm moody they are moody we are you reckon women are so moody i think men are moody i think uh maybe because you are independent so they're <laughs> moody to you <laughs> independence. They, maybe they, because you're the man Anna. they show you the, uh their insecurity but uh, i i think i just don't never know what women are thinking with men it's easy they want sex that's not that not, most it's not that like uh, like uh, if i don't want if i'm not seriously dating someone mm. and it's just uh like a short thing then they all they want from me is sex but in terms of like a conversation mm. sex is not what's guiding mm. every comment a guy makes right like they have other intentions oh i used other. to uh like uh be a different person so uh you dated pieces of shit yeah, because I, I was not interesting and... Uh, you were not interesting? I was not interesting. Like, I, I changed a lot since my depression. Mm-hmm. So I think I used to be the girl that men would pick up because they they realized they don't have a better option and they just want to have sex. Dude, that's not... But what? No. Um, uh, you using you said you were using Tinder. That's how you met your your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So you're suggesting that when you use Tinder, men would match with you just to fuck. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying so. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I think I changed a lot since my depression. Uh, three years ago. Three before that, uh, my life was uh, really not in a good place. I wasn't an interesting person. Uh, I. It's very hard to make uh, any really meaningful conversation with me. I was very single-minded. What uh, were you focused on? Uh, focus on the being successful, having mm-hmm. a good life, uh, following the Chinese expectation, mm-hmm. uh, study hard, work hard, uh, find a job, uh, get a lot of payment, find a boyfriend, get married, have a house, have kids. So what were these dudes like then? Like what's, uh, what is what is a person who's singly focused on uh, meeting someone else's expectations or like mm-hmm. society or your family's expectations? Mm-hmm. Like what what is the guy that that person is looking to date? Uh, at that time, I really was almost only date successful guys like uh uh what what is but successful in what like a you co- just mentioned that a guy career you, before the, we started recording you mentioned mm-hmm. that someone who's been on um Arbeitslosigkeit, so mm-hmm. on on um welfare payments for the last year is a success story <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what is this what is this success successful yeah. man in these I, I think this context yeah this is uh, uh like we we have a um uh, the the story Anna is referring to is a conversation we just had. Or uh, we have a mutual friend is a comedian. Uh, he uh, <laughs> we don't have to specify. No, no, we, I we wanna... don't say the name. We don't say. No, the I don't name. want to. Say, but we don't. But like, just in terms of in terms of but like the... successful in terms of success. When you were in this single minded, mm. um, like straight out of China kind of, mm. I wanna I wanna make it. Uh, I wanna be a success story in Germany or in in the mm. Netherlands. Um. What what were these men? I want to know what these men. Who were these men that you were going for? Who's what is successful? Who's from good family? Who who's good looking, tall, uh, uh, like uh, highly educated from really prestige 
universities have really fancy jobs, for example, like、uh, consultants, investment banking. You were going、uh, for investment、uh, bankers. PhD, these kind of guys. A PhD to investment banker, like that's、uh, very that, different conversations there.、Uh, like a same level of ego though.、So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, I'm not alone though. Like for for. I I know lots of Chinese girls. They are doing the same. And now thinking back, I think it's interesting. Like for example, I have a、uh, Chinese friend who's similar. She she's a she was also depressed. She date guys, uh, from um Bumble, and、mm-hmm. uh, she only date this kind of successful guys. And、uh, on their dates, they talk about business plans. Oh my god! Because our Now I think back, I understand why. Because our life is so empty. Like we don't have hobbies. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. But <laughs> we we don't love ourselves. We we don't love our family.、Yeah. Our our inner side is empty, and all we can produce the conversation. Only conversation we can produce is all about the, the things we know, which is career. Which is status. It's yeah, all about yeah. status. It's yeah, all about、yeah. how you're perceived、yeah. to be successful. And I want to interrupt. <clears throat> you said.、Uh, I wanted to say、uh, the the success story about a comedian.、Mm. I think it's interesting <laughs> because、uh, how like th- how after three years of、mm-hmm. treatment of depression, now my definition of success totally changed. Totally. Now when I say successful, I mean a person who successfully、uh, got fired and get a bit lost gear and working on his own comedy project for a year. For me right now, that is successful. Yeah. But in the past, all all I measure success、uh, is by money and achievement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the career. Whereas, yeah, I think like looking at my dating history, I've typically gone for yeah the opposite of success. Like <laughs> I like I'll I'll go for someone who is trying to do what makes、mm-hmm. them happy, and、mm-hmm. usually there's no success around that.、Mm-hmm. But at least there's some level of、um, ethical like. Alignment or philosophical alignment or political、mm-hmm. alignment. So it's like they won't do that. They won't do that. They're not. They're not doing so well financially. But at least they're making、uh, making music or they've got creative integrity.、Um, Now I'm dating men like that. Now you're dating men like that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What does your boyfriend do? He's a developer. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> But but he has a creative side and、uh, we we all that's good that's good that's important and be- oh, his photography he was taking photos yeah, at our show yeah and before he had a job he was a, a co-founder of a startup、uh, which is、uh, now think about it it's just another word for abyss loss、mm-hmm. uh, and、uh, he always doing some creative project、mm-hmm. for example now in daytime he he's a developer but in the Uh, evening, he always works some electronics and design some lighting and uh, uh, do some three D printing and yeah, that's、uh, pa- great.、Uh, do some always p- being creative, and I love that. Yeah, it's really important to、mm-hmm. uh, for for people to actually engage their minds in something,、mm-hmm. creating something,、mm-hmm. whatever.、Um, that's great that you got depression. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually think、uh, depression is just a, like a, a warning signal from my body, from my life, telling me that I cannot deal with this anymore. I have to change, and、uh, the change、uh, led by the depression is the best thing happened to me ever.、Yeah. I never feel so 
so much joy and、uh, so appreciative of life、mm-hmm. ever. That's great. That's、mm-hmm. great. I, yeah, I feel like、uh, I feel the same way.、Um, uh, thank goodness for.、Uh, Well, I don't know. I think for me, my、um, current state of mind is due to, yeah, it started with a really big, de- like, I, it was a really hard moment at the start of the year、uh, when one of my ex boyfriends committed suicide, and it kind of put into perspective all of my self medicating、um, habits. So、mm-hmm. just how much I、uh, would smoke weed every day, or.、Um, You know, drink a couple of drinks at least.、Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, whenever there was a show, I'd get a free drink, or,、um, you know, and then I, I stopped taking hard drugs、mm-hmm. and psychedelics regularly、um, a couple of years ago、mm-hmm. before that. But、uh, it's still this like weed and alcohol is still medicating yourself. It's still, instead of just sitting with these bad feelings,、mm-hmm. you're changing your physical makeup so that you are distracted. And it's cool, but、uh, this this ex boyfriend of mine, he he was also very good at doing that, and、uh, and I was like, you know what, I like I need to sit with my sit with my stuff because I I w- I want to turn his suicide into something positive for me,、mm-hmm. and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna. Give up all of. I'm gonna stop doing all of these behaviors and really and really be just myself and not need anything. And and yeah, like it's a, it's a it was a fuck you to him really. Like fuck yeah, fuck you, fuck you for creating all of this pain. And he'd been, you know, pulling himself through all of this pain for years, pulling everyone that touched him into his his circle of pain. And.、Um, And I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something. I'm gonna become even stronger from this."、Mm. I want to comment on your uh, uh, comments on on drug on weed.、Mm. Uh, I think it holds true probably for lots of people. They use weed、uh, or any other drugs、mm. to explain ex- escape from reality. But I never admitted it when I was doing.、It. I didn't、mm. realize how much it was distracting、yeah. me from my feelings. But for me, I think it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of、uh, breakthrough I have, like、mm-hmm. a, uh, because depression is about you look into life into only one angle and you see、mm-hmm. there's no hope.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, going through therapy is by seeing the same thing but from different perspective.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very stubborn. I'm a very stubborn person,、mm-hmm. and、uh, lots, lots of.、Um, The breakthrough I made was when I was on weed,、mm-hmm. and I there are so many sessions I go to see my therapy、mm-hmm. uh, therapist. I would tell her, "Oh, I smoked weed last week, and that's what I realized,、mm-hmm. and what lesson I I got."、Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, also it's about different upbringing because as a Chinese uh, uh, from the Chinese culture. Uh, from a lower level class uh, Chinese uh, family, my mechanism is that we don't think about life because it's too much pain. We just pretend we we don't have feeling and we we just float in this life to to just spend our life till end. So my my sober kind, my sober self is to escape because that's how we grew up.、Mm-hmm. And actually, when I'm on weed. Is a、uh, 
I start to be open to explore my feelings mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. to see reality in different perspectives. Yeah. So I feel that's very interesting. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really interesting too. I um like I know that uh, MDMA was developed by the US government, I think, um, for post-traumatic stress d- disorder, mm-hmm. as I think LSD. I think they both were. Um, so like having that total shift mm-hmm. in perspective mm-hmm. uh, can help you re like yeah change your perspective on things and and mm-hmm. or, or review things mm-hmm. um, or yeah just let you look at them yeah. instead of looking away from them yeah um, and I think I think yeah I'm I'm not anti weed I'm just mm-hmm. I I don't want to smoke it anymore because. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it wasn't, it was, it was affecting my confidence Mm -hmm. really. And I think that's the same with any drug, Mm -hmm. uh, that's regular and, um, and in Berlin, weed and alcohol are so encouraged by so many different elements of society. It's Mm -hmm. just so commonplace. Mm -hmm. Anything that's so common, commonly accepted and encouraged, I think is already a bit of a Mm -hmm. warning like signal, but, um, I guess it's this, um, for me, it's that I, once I consume something that affects my perspective and it's this mm-hmm. regular everyday thing, mm-hmm. then I'm losing confidence yeah. in, in my behavior in those moments. And mm-hmm. I, I just want to be as confident and aware of what yeah. I'm doing, yeah. um, like be as aware of what I'm doing as possible. So then I can be confident that my intentions are, you know, coming mm-hmm. out in my behavior and that. Yeah, there's that like it just removes all of that doubt, and yeah. and that's what I want to eliminate. But for example, um, you know, in a in a different moment, like I don't know, like by myself, if it's like, all right, so next year I will be open to taking drugs again. I did this whole year sober. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to to smoke anything anymore mm-hmm. for my lungs, mm-hmm. and just because it's always with tobacco, right? Usually mm-hmm. there's a bit of tobacco somewhere. Um. But uh, if someone gave me a, a weed cake, right, or we bake some cookies and we sit and we're going to watch a movie or we're going we're gonna to do an activity to experience the drug, I am super down for that. I love experiencing things and, and really being aware of my adjusted perception. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How about uh, next year uh, uh, I make you a cake? Uh, let's go to forest. Uh, mm-hmm. Have a whole day's hiking. Yes. With my dogs. Yes. Can we please? Yeah. That sounds so good. That's a, I. I can't wait for next year and to also do some like I, I'm really looking forward to some in nature LSD with like people who I really trust. Looking at you um, and just enjoying nature and and enjoying the effect of the drug. Yeah. Yeah. You I, enjoy I, it, not it, to to it, use it to escape. Exactly. Pain. Exactly. Just whenever a drug is normalized, it's like oh, after a show, before a show, it just when it when it becomes so like yeah. in every part of the day, then it's like mm. what. Do you need this? Oh, mm. I now I understand you uh, because mm. actually I am a regular weed smoker, mm-hmm. but I never smoke before, uh, almost never smoke before or after shows. Mm-hmm. I most of the time when I smoke is uh, maybe like Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, smoke oh. some and go for a hike. Oh, oh like great. in the <laughs> even, <laughs> or in the evening, like uh, when we cook something, listen to mm-hmm. some music. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm. Uh, because I'm also not a drinker, mm-hmm. so most uh, of most of nights when I need to do comedy, I, I'm sober. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's the way to use drugs. Yeah, mm. well, yeah. With I like I stopped um, using all drugs uh, mm. before shows. Mm, 
like well before my ex committed suicide, mm-hmm. uh, well before, like uh, a couple of months. Actually, no, I really had stopped doing it before shows yeah. um, for about half of half of last year or I don't know, a few months anyway. I, I think unless you are Dave Champagne, if you want to make it out uh, as a comedian, you just cannot uh, do any drugs before shows. Unless you are Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I think even Dave Chappelle. Come on. Like, yeah, he's got the story about, you know, he smoked that joint before God. Does, he doesn't smoke weed on stage. That's just he a He drinks vape. all the time. He, he drinks, drinks all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, yeah. Okay, unless you're... Uh, yep, yeah, your comment totally stands. Yeah, unless you're Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but uh, I saw a good... Um, have you watched Comedians in Cars getting coffee? Yeah. All of them? Not yeah. all of them. Not all. I, it's, like, it's like hanging out with dad and like the family. I don't know. It's so nice. But um, there's an episode where I forget who the comedian is, but they basically laugh. It's like, yeah, all their all their comedian friends who still smoke weed regularly have not got Jerry any money. Jerry Seinfeld was uh, another black comedian. Yeah, it was I with a black comedian. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, when I watched this episode, I, I realized how privileged uh, Jerry is oh, yeah. uh, to make comments like that. Uh, and uh, I think what he said is also not true. There are lots of great comedians that smoke weed. Mm, is Dave Chappelle? Yeah, yeah, we don't know exactly how much, mm-hmm. but I think, uh, yeah. But I think if you're not like like the big big, mm-hmm. I think as a work ethic, yeah. like smoking weed occasionally, sure. But we're yeah. talking like stoners, like someone who's you always mean, smoking on, on weed. stage. No, I mean like a, a, as a general habit, like okay. a regular habit, like okay. yeah, like a like a proper stoner. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't. I don't think you have to be sober, like completely sober, oh, in order okay. to be a successful comedian. I don't think mm-hmm. that's what they were laughing about. But just like any of the guys who are regular mm-hmm. weed smokers, mm-hmm. sort of it, it. Yeah, like. But that's not about weed. Also, like any drug, if you mm-hmm. just constantly uh, yeah. on it. Totally. If you every night you drink alcohol, you won't work either. I like, think a lot. I think alcohol is a lot more uh, of a functional. Like, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's because it's because that's like the the most socially mm-hmm. accepted and encouraged drug. So mm-hmm. people, I don't know. It's it's and it's more readily available. Mm-hmm. No one's judging it. If you have a beer before you, like, yeah, I I've been at shows where people have been like oh you've got a beer before you perform and it's like oh okay. should we go back to sex we should definitely bit? go back to sex yeah sex um okay where are we at all right so in terms of uh drugs and sex mm-hmm. um do you enjoy having sex when you're on drugs uh let me think about it mm. like is that an improved is that something that is like more exciting or do drugs make you not want to have sex I think it need to sort out my sex history first. Uh, for majority of my life, I I didn't have sex. Uh, so when did you lose your virginity? I lose my virginity. When did you first have sex? Fuck, that's lose your virginity. You didn't mm. lose any. Yeah, anyway, I first have sex maybe when I was like twenty two. Twenty two. Something like that. Ian and Bella was this is the same. Mm. Ian Ian who was on the last episode, wow. also twenty two. Oh wow, mm-hmm. uh, that's late. Yeah. yeah well it's not that late i had friends in australia who waited that long mm-hmm. by waiting it's more like they weren't there was no opportunity they weren't comfortable it wasn't something that was motivating them at all okay. for 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 me um i was uh, 22 but at that time i sex was uh, not a uh, something i can have easily um so i because 
What do you mean by something you could do easily? I, I don't have a partner. I didn't have a partner. Uh, mm-hmm. Secondly, even as a Chinese person, if I have a Chinese partner, mm-hmm. uh, having, of course, lots of people still do it, but it's not something like uh, openly uh, okay. Uh, and uh, I didn't have a partner. You were in China when you were twenty-two. No, I was in Holland. I didn't. When have did you? When did you move? When did you leave China? Twenty-one. When you were twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, I I didn't have a partner at that time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I kind of, so the first sex I had was like a hookup, uh, but at that moment I didn't believe so because as a Chinese person having hookup is too much shame, I couldn't take By it. By hookup you mean like a one night stand? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, uh, but mentally I couldn't take it. So in order for me to accept uh, the sex, I have to make myself believe we are dating. Mm-hmm. And I have to believe the guy is an asshole and uh, uh, had sex with me and ditched me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if I really see what really it is, I w- the, sh- the shame and guilt is too much. I couldn't take it. Well, if you were looking from your perspective yeah, of yeah. that so, kind of success, fo- one single-minded sort of Chinese cultural yeah. focus, yeah. then that was a shameful experience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have... I had to twist the reality mm-hmm. to make him uh, an asshole, and mm-hmm. I was uh, I was uh, like tricked, trapped. Uh, Were you drunk? Uh, not really. Uh-huh. Uh, like we we w- met at school, and we kind of had dinner together, and then we had sex. Oh, it uh, sounds nice. Yeah, it's a nice one night stand. You ate together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And uh, and it uh, was uh, re- and it's not regular and uh, I had to maintain a double life like uh, among my Chinese at that point I was still living in my Chinese community mm-hmm. and uh, have a Chinese identity so I have to on one hand pretend I'm this person who is a Chinese traditional good Chinese person on the other hand I have this slutty sign and. Uh, uh, looking for sex, although I didn't admit, but I was looking for sex. So these two parts of me doesn't really combine, and the shame and pain, having a double life, it was really painful. So you were were you living in a like a Chinese community in the Netherlands, or did you just have um, some Chinese friends that were also doing the same program as you? Yeah, uh, w- we are doing the same program, mm-hmm. but I don't uh, live together with them. Okay. However, as a Chinese person freshly from China, uh, I didn't have any supporting system. Mm-hmm. Uh, the culture difference is too much. Uh, my English wasn't good, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't understand the Western lifestyle yet. Mm-hmm. So it was almost impossible to really make... Uh, real uh western friends Mm -hmm. so i was living in the chinese community like Mm -hmm. uh uh, we only hang out with each other everyone knows each other Mm -hmm. goes about each other um with western people uh, maybe some schoolmates we once uh once in a while we have a lunch together and we chat a bit in at school but it's they are not integrated in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you were there for how long? Three years. For three years. And so by the end of the three years, had you created a bit more of an expat um, circle or it was still that sort of sense of separation? The three years in Holland was uh, extremely, extremely lonely. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel 
belonging at all. Mm-hmm. But at the end, I was three years there. At the last year, or maybe uh, a bit earlier than that, maybe 1.8 years after that, I, I met my partner, uh, my, my first partner. Mm-hmm. And we... Where we was that? In Holland. Ah, so you say you're saying uh, one point eight years into being in Holland, you met yeah. your partner. So you, yeah. you had a boyfriend. Yes, yes. Okay, and uh, that helped a lot. But besides him, I didn't have any real friends. Was like, he Dutch or? Uh, he's uh, ha- like uh, American born in Holland, so uh-huh. he's like n- he's Dutch. Dutch, but <laughs> he also believe he's American. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So for half your time in the Netherlands, mm. uh, you were able to sort of sexually explore with a partner and mm-hmm. the safety of mm-hmm. that social construct. Mm-hmm. And um, and then after that, from so then from there, uh, you moved back to China? Uh, then I moved to, to uh, uh, south of Germany to do mm-hmm. my study, master mm-hmm. study. We maintained the long-term relationship mm-hmm. for almost a year. Wow. And then we broke up. Afterwards, I start to use Tinder and mm-hmm. to look for days. But I think it's also some mental gymnastic. Most of things are just sex. And uh, I also had to maintain the double identity. Mm-hmm. Because at that time in, in, in south of Germany, I have two very good Chinese friends. Mm-hmm. They are very traditional, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they are so loving. They really... Uh, were nice to me and care about me so in order to maintain this friendship I had to really pretend uh, a normal side of my life okay uh, and uh, then I moved to Berlin they were lo- I was looking for love but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know anyone I didn't have any hobbies I didn't know how to integrate of course I meet people on Tinder the most of things yeah. are I just Although I wanted it to be more, but it's just hookups. And I don't blame the guys. I think maybe some of them, they were also even looking for for relationship or looking for something more meaningful. Mm -hmm. But when you talk with a woman, she all her care, all she cared about was uh, uh, shopping, buying and uh, uh, making money. And uh, who, uh, who, who were these women that you're talking about? I was. You were that woman. I was that mo- woman. Uh-huh. So if uh, you meet a person who's so uninteresting and so single minded, um, I think lots of guys was just like, oh, fuck, uh, let us just make it a sexist thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, okay. So in terms of uh, a sex education, um, like in China, I assume, it, is, is there any anatomical explanation? Nothing. Any safe sex uh, preparation? Nothing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I think in biologic course in... They must explain the one... The one child policy stopped when? Uh, like a few years ago. Okay, like so they must have explained at least that, like, uh, you can't have more than one baby, right? No, so therefore... no because by default, uh, like uh, in biological course in mm-hmm. middle high, mm-hmm. we learned uh, like a sperm, mm-hmm. like a uh, uh, uterus, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there's some like drawn uh, uh, pictures, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe in total it's like one hour. Was there any um, contraception 
No, because in China we are supposed to not have sex until marriage. Mm-hmm. So there's no point to teach that to people who's in school because you you shouldn't have sex until you are twenty two or twenty five. Uh huh. What if you meet the person you love when you're seventeen and you get married when you're eighteen? Uh, the marriage is only allowed until twenty one. Ah, after twenty one. Okay. So and uh, uh, there's no contraception education at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why f- laws in China it's w- a very profitable business uh, for adoption. Like mm-hmm. you can see adoption, um, mm-hmm. uh commercials on tv everywhere and uh, in universities because those people those kids they never got a uh, education of contraception mm-hmm. and the women they don't know mm-hmm. they need to protect themselves mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, they think uh, sex is something are not supposed to have mm-hmm. then in college they meet someone and they wanted to try but they are not the woman, the girls, they are not in the strong place to say we can have sex, uh, but we have to have condom. Of course, well, they don't but know anything. Because for 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 girls in that situation, they were like, we are not supposed to have sex at all. Mm-hmm. Then when I have sex, how should I know I need to use condom? So absolutely, uh, college girls have adoptions, ab- abortions so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, the problem with uh, abstinence being the mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sex education. Yeah. Be- because also, because you are not uh, supposed to have sex uh, on, uh, before marriage, so your your parents would never tell you that uh, please use condom. Yeah, and uh, when you start to have sex, you would never tell your parents because you are not supposed to have sex. So when was the first time you um, really, like, who did you hear about penises and vaginas and how they interact from? Uh, I I think when I was... Uh, Very hetero like right, a, right here, but yeah. Uh, like a <laughs> young teenager. Or I vaginas and vaginas. Or, I need yeah. to pee. Okay, uh, let's do that. Then let's pause. Back from pee break. Uh, you didn't... Is that recording? Yeah, cool. So you didn't have an interaction with a penis or a vagina. No, but like, what was your first exposure to um, the fact that sex is when... A, uh, yeah, heterosex is when a man's penis goes inside a vagina. Uh, I think it was when I was a teenager. I found a book from my mom, mm-hmm. uh, which is about sex. Okay. And I, uh, I, I was stealing the book mm-hmm. and uh, read it uh, when she's not around. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was it. And it was what was it, was it to do with birth? What was it? Do you remember? Uh, it's uh, some erotic uh, novel. And then the next time was actually when you had sex that first time in the Netherlands. Uh, no, I also watched porn in the past, like uh, uh, and I used to watch Japanese porn. Classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. The animation makes it so much more accessible, yeah. right? Yes, yes. <laughs> it just look less disgusting. Yeah, it's like I am not that filthy. This mm-hmm. is just a cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I started with hentai as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt much. Yeah, it just felt less perverted somehow. Mm-hmm. Not that I was worried about being perverted, but yeah, it was more accessible. It's like this doesn't. Um, this isn't challenging me as much as seeing uh, sweaty, real older people. Oh. Like, I'm 16. Do I really want to be watching someone in their 30s? Fuck, I don't know. 30s are not old. 
No, but when you're 16, you yeah, think yeah, that yeah. that's old, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see some guy, he looks like your dad. You're mm. like, mm. Mm-hmm. or yeah, you're. you're I friends. want you to tell your story, like uh, how Chinese people and the uh, um, of course, not Ch- all Chinese people are conservative, but most of them are. Like for example, I have a friend. She has. Uh, she lives in Germany, uh, and uh, she's been with her. Uh, boyfriend for like almost four years Mm -hmm. and uh, when she calls her mom uh her her mom doesn't know they are living together Mm -hmm. and uh, so over the last four years she's pretending that uh, she's not living with this guy Mm -hmm. and uh, when her mom comes she would uh, reset the whole house to make uh it look like she lives alone although her mom and her boyfriend is in very, very good relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, their both of the family know they will get married mm-hmm. for sure. But my friend still need to pretend she doesn't live with this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not supposed to have sex. Yeah. There's some crazy mm-hmm. amounts of lies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and these kinds of expectations... Ugh just break relationships like she's and break breaks people you know Mm -hmm. they break people like how Mm -hmm. much work is she doing how Mm -hmm. insincere does she have to be with the people Mm -hmm. that she loves yeah and then yeah and then the pain around the lie and the shame oh it's horrible yeah like uh i think at least for me everything related to sex is uh, so closely related to shame like before I ever had sex, uh, I was like 18 or something. I was looking online, yeah. uh, looking for some product which mm-hmm. can bleach my vagina. Yeah. Because I I watch, uh, I I read online. I watch Japanese porn. They uh, they they say a good woman uh, should have her vagina peach color like a really pink color and they 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 call those uh, women who have vagina who with darker color mm-hmm. they call those uh, women uh black mushroom mua do you know mua it's mua. a type of uh, uh mushroom chinese people use mm. uh it sounds delicious it, it's very delicious and uh, it's black and uh, men always make uh, the society always make jokes about her uh, they, they call a woman black moor means mm-hmm. she has a dark vagina that mm-hmm. means she's used and she is not pure and she's not valuable anymore and it's just, that's just like basic uh, skin discrimination <laughs> skin color discrimination yeah I, but i didn't know as a no, no no i'm not suggesting yeah. you <laughs> you should have been like ah oh, that's just such basic discrimination yeah. um at that yeah, time i didn't know and i was a virgin i never had sex but i was already worrying mm-hmm. about my vagina is too dark there's a lot um like having uh spent time as a teenager in japan mm-hmm. and then having lots of we had lots of um exchange students stay with us we did homestay so we had uh taiwanese and um japanese and thai uh students stay with us and uh, just being around them um and you see the magazines and 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 whatever that they're reading and all of these beauty standards like the the beauty expectations Mm -hmm. in asian countries are insane mm-hmm. like there there i remember buying a mag- magazine in japan when i was uh 16 17 
and it had a before and after photo of women's thighs. Mm-hmm. And the first photo, the woman's thighs, the before photo, the woman's mm-hmm. thighs are not touching. Mm-hmm. And the second photo, there's like a huge gap between mm-hmm. her thighs. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. Yes. And then also bleaching of the skin, all of the skin yes. bleaching p- products. Um, the gluing of the eyes to yeah. have a, a, a folded eyelid, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, not wanting to have any freckles, not wanting to see the sun, mm-hmm. uh, the fixation on mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. and not getting mm-hmm. fat. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like I, I'm still amazed that despite mm-hmm. the exposure I had to mm-hmm. so many food obsessed and, mm-hmm. and unhealthy, like mm-hmm. really sick people mm-hmm. that I still have a good relationship with food because it was just and I like my I've got people in my family who have been anorexic and bulimic and yet mm-hmm. it's 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 so it's so deep yeah. just how much a woman needs to fit this um expectation of uh, and beauty. the expectation is so homogeneous like mm-hmm. you don't have other choice mm-hmm. uh I remember that uh, until my current relationship mm-hmm. uh also until my uh depression mm-hmm. Uh, before that, uh, after sex, I never feel comfortable to be naked because yeah. I don't, I didn't want the guy to see me because mm-hmm. I'm fat. Uh, if audience, please check me online. I'm not fat. You're um, not. <laughs> but but in Chinese standards, yeah, I I, I am fat. For example, me too. I'm yeah. massive in Chinese standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So because of that, uh, this image and this shame beauty is programmed in my mind. So for uh, majority of my life, I never feel comfortable with it. Uh, when I think about, like, me, when I was a teenager, I was thinking about, oh, one day I have sex. Uh, it wasn't a sexy time, but it's more about nervous and scared. Oh, he'll look at my body and I'm so fat. And, oh, my God, he'll be disgusted by me. Yeah. It's uh, all the rejection of myself. Mm-hmm. I think... I do think that the beauty standards in a lot of Asian countries are insane. Like, mm-hmm. and they're um, trying to push women into like they can't even be themselves. Like, skin mm-hmm. color is not okay. Mm-hmm. Let alone like even the shape of your eyeballs, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> eyelids. It's it's so outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do tend to think that everybody in the world has this idea that they are disgusting mm-hmm. to look at and that they're mm-hmm. ugly and there's just a pretty pretty strong sort of body dysmorphia mm-hmm. across all societies and i think mm-hmm. all 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 sexes as well like mm-hmm. we women we are way more objectified yes yeah we have been pushed under the you know patriarchal mm-hmm. beauty standards you know mm-hmm. hair removal and um what we should yeah how we should keep our bodies so mm-hmm. much more um at least just in the media and, 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 and so, so forth. Um, but men, men are still like extremely insecure about their mm-hmm. bodies. And yeah. um, there is just this, oh, we could put it down. Let me get really political. Put it down to capitalism where let, capitalism let, makes let me, everything a product. You let know? me put it down a little bit. Mm. I think uh, men, uh, at least from Chinese men, mm-hmm. they are not insecure about their bodies. Uh, like yeah. they can look like shit. But for Chinese men, we only care about the, his career. So I, yes, yes, most yes. of them look shit. They do. Yeah. No, not most. I, I'm not agreeing, but uh, I yeah, agree. You those see, those people you see, you see in West, of yeah. course, they are already pre-selected. But if you go to China, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, 
I have a little little bit of exposure to Chinese people in China just from teaching online. <laughs> teaching online. But um yeah, just no, you do see though, like regardless of men's insecurities with their bodies, it's nothing compared to women's insecurities insecurities with their, their bodies. Like I wanna um I wanna speak to the insecure men because a lot of men will be like or like people who don't conform to or don't don't fit in with either like are not just men or women yeah. whatever yeah. um but uh the way that women are uh, made to feel is is this next level yeah so i think women are generally like way more um feeling the pressure to conform mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. social beauty standards because typically like just going outside going on the uban going on the train mm-hmm. you see these men they have made no effort you see, like you see, so many men with their, you know, just how how they're dressed, and and there's no shame around that. I, I can't see any shame around that. They've chosen to dress and to maintain their body and their face and everything mm. like that, and to their posture and everything. And okay, everyone has a story, but I, some of the it used to get me very upset mm. being in the train and seeing these men with their hairy legs and their mm. and their whatevers and mm. no no effort made and so many. Mm-hmm ways Mm -hmm. and then yeah they expect if i were to then expose my hairy legs Mm -hmm. and how that man who looks Mm -hmm. like shit would look at my legs (laughs) (laughs) my outrage (laughs) yeah um okay but um let's let's talk briefly okay so uh no sexual sort of education a lot of shame around it um do you lie no, you have an open relation, open honest relationship with your mom about your boyfriend. Yeah, she she knows we live together, and she's quite. Uh, I I think she really got out of her way to understand the Western culture mm-hmm. and uh, being open minded about mm-hmm. it. She's not judging me uh, by the Chinese standards, mm-hmm. and I really really appreciate it. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's even fine that if we never get married. Wow. So how? How is that? Like, because uh, I guess a lot of your, mm, so you, you, you led this double life when you were in the Netherlands and then in the south of Germany because you were on these friends. But was it also because your mother, you didn't, you didn't know that your mother would, would be open to you having a different type of lifestyle? Uh, I think it's, ju- it's nothing to really talk with uh, my mom because she's so far away mm. and uh, uh with me, the thing I need to hide in the past is that I uh, sleep around, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a thing should mm-hmm. be uh, uh, accepted by Chinese community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, for Western people, it's uh, very common. Like uh, we, when you are not in a relationship, uh, you have physical needs. What do you do? Uh, some, not everyone, but some people choose to sleep around, which is fine. But in Chinese uh, philosophy, we think. You shouldn't sleep around because um, you are a human, so you can control your needs. If you cannot control your needs, then you are an animal and you are a inferior being. So um, that's that's the mindset. <laughs> yeah. The idea that sleeping around makes you inferior. That's interesting. But controlling your needs, it's like the hypocrisy of that when uh, alcohol is freely available in mm. China. And mm. so it's like, hold on, controlling your needs. Like, then mm. why do you need alcohol? Why do you yeah. need a drug? Why yeah. do you need... An... That's hilarious. 
Um, sex being a need and yeah, sleeping around. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just thinking about my, uh, celibacy right now. It's not celibacy. I'm not choosing to not have sex. I am choosing to not have sex, Mm -hmm. but not like with myself. Just Mm -hmm. like, uh, there's no one out there that I want to have sex with right Mm now. So, um, since you, since you, like, have you had, you had a partner for, wow, a long time. And Mm -hmm. then how long were you single in Berlin? I was single in Berlin for like two years, maybe. Okay. It, but but it was not really single single. For mm-hmm. example, uh, I did some mental gymnastic for sure. Like uh, uh, for example, I was dating uh, a guy mm-hmm. for half a year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I was an uninteresting person who's single minded. And uh, uh-huh. anyway, so <laughs> uh, when we met, he told me that he had uh, his going through a divorce and uh, that's why uh, and he has a young daughter he, he was only 28 years old and um, uh, he said because of that he will not take me to his home in short short term and uh, mm-hmm. so we were dating and we were never like uh, uh, meet every day it's always once per week and mm-hmm. uh, he planned a date He'll take me to nice restaurants. He'll take me to here, there. So, uh, he even t- uh, take me to meet his uh, like uh, uh, siblings, go to a party, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, then half a year later, mm-hmm. uh, he disappeared. Uh, and uh, um, during my depression, when I was in a manic phase, I found a girl on on tinder Mm -hmm. who's in the same picture as uh he Mm -hmm. and uh uh, then we met Mm -hmm. turns out she's the wife and they never divorced and uh uh he lied to me the whole time and uh, and she was on tinder yeah because they are in an open marriage Ah, but he lied about his yeah. open marriage. Yeah, so... Oh, wow, that is so unethical. Yeah, and uh, it's like I was in a not strong mental space. Mm. Uh, he he sensed it, he took advantage of yeah. it. And, and uh, uh, is it my fault? If I'm today's, right now, I would totally know. Because I have better relationship, I'm in a strong mental space now i know that's bullshit mm-hmm. now i can sense it immediately mm-hmm. but at that time i was alone in berlin mm-hmm. like a lack of attention and oh, love yeah. and being Absolutely. lonely a guy who uh, comes with a car drive me around to fancy restaurant uh plan activities every week did i know it was wrong maybe something wrong i didn't know no and we see what we want to see as well yeah like if that fits what you need in that moment then you're going to ignore all the things that are uncomfortable about it yeah and i tried to talk with this guy uh, later want to sort things out mm. uh, after my depression mm. he just ignored me wow. and then what a he, he was like in my mind for so long i couldn't make a closure mm-hmm. then you know what happened uh mm. one day uh, also during my depression manic phase I saw him on the street, like uh, uh, in in Kanawa, 
I I saw him. I was one meter away from him,、mm-hmm. and、uh, I I said hi, and he just as if he didn't see me, left.、Wow. And then I realized, oh, he is not. He's a piece of shit. He's disrespectful,、mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he he just didn't uh, uh, value me, respect me as a person at all. And and then I suddenly the the all the、um, things I couldn't、uh, get over、mm-hmm. suddenly it all dissolved. I start to laugh at it.、Yeah. I realize、uh, I saw that we have a complicated relationship, but actually he just didn't care about me at all.、Yeah. And you know what's funny?、Mm. I met him many many times afterwards because he loves stand up comedy. And、no. uh, I don't understand why he goes to stand up comedy with his wife all the time,、oh. and they don't check the lineup.、Oh, that's hilarious. And again, 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 they were in the audience. You should write a joke about him. That's really clear. Like, that's I think that's the, one of the best.、Uh, the, one of the best things、mm. is to yeah. Write jokes about people that have、uh, treated you badly.、Mm-hmm. I've got that. I've got. I've, I've got jokes about all the people that have treated <laughs> me badly. That is what I do.、Uh, you fuck up. You end up on my set list. <laughs> I I just don't understand. Like he would go to shows which I had li- lining. I mean, I mean the main act of the night. Why you know there's a girl you fucked up. Three years ago, and oh,、uh, well, I didn't give him that power. But yeah, you fucked with or yeah, messed yeah. with. Yeah, 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 yeah.、Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, why you like、uh, don't just have a check? Well, because people are fuckwits. I don't know. Or maybe it's intentional.、Yeah. And he would bring different girls also. Yeah, it's probably intentional. Yeah, last time I he he's、uh, with a girl, and the host start to talk with him. He's like, "Uh, we met, we are dating for for one year already." I was like, "Yeah, yeah sure, dating. Like, you have a wife, fuck you."、Mm, yeah, open relationships are a tricky topic. I、mm-hmm. um, yeah, my relationship was open, but、uh, when I was married, but、mm-hmm. um, yeah,、uh, ethically, ethically, and you、mm-hmm. don't lie to people, and、mm-hmm. you know, you, you've got to be honest about where you're coming from. But I think. Mm, I think that he was cheating on his wife emotionally. Like he, it was an open marriage.、Mm. Uh, they had some crisis. They were in a close、uh, marriage,、mm. and then the wife cheated on him. He was a very traditional, like conservative man. The wife cheated on him.、Uh, they married when they are twenty-one, and then they realized they want some change and、uh, oh, open marriage. So they were using open marriage, but he. Was emotionally cheating on her. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe it wasn't cheating. Maybe it was Mm. they both wanted to Mm. experience Mm. loving relationships beyond Mm. theirs. Like it depends on. There's so many different forms Mm. of um, non-monogamy, right? Mm. But yeah, absolutely. Like Mm. yeah, it just depends on the definition of cheating. But he he sounds like a total douchebag. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um. Okay. Uh. I'm just trying to think if there's, if we want to go into the topic of、uh, sexual pleasure or not. I think that's quite a big one, and I、mm. think、um, maybe that could be. Maybe we don't do it. I think the one of the main reason you wanted me for this podcast because you knew that I never had an orgasm. I want to join the podcast because you've got a very different social、mm. background. We、mm. didn't have to talk about that、mm-hmm. because. 
Uh, it's a topic that, yeah, it's all connected to shame. So I, I, I think for me to, I, I never had orgasm. I think uh, probably it's a combination of the shame mm-hmm. and also physically maybe I'm just different. And uh, also I, I think it's also how I treat myself. Like mm-hmm. I feel um, the fact that I'm not having orgasm uh, I'm kind of fine with it, mm-hmm. but uh, I kind of feel like I'm not good at it, and I feel I f- it's a failure. I'm not good at sex, and I blame myself for it, and it's hmm. just so hard. F- and for me now, I I kind of have this coping mechanism. I just don't care about it anymore. To- totally, I think um, being able to orgasm is like anything it's just a matter of practice so Mm. it's it's really just a matter of practice and experimenting Mm. so i i was trying to think of an analogy earlier today it's like uh not being able to make yourself orgasm is like not being able to cook a meal that you really enjoy Mm. i'm not sure if that's a good analogy but it's like it's using your body to give yourself joy Mm. and it's something that the 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 process of doing it should be enjoyable and then the end result is just all like wow that's great but it's like even just having sexual pleasure mm-hmm. is great whether or not you orgasm it's like if mm-hmm. you keep practicing the sexual pleasure part mm-hmm. it eventually you'll get to orgasm mm-hmm. part um but i i totally understand like uh feeling like it's you know there's so much um talk about it mm-hmm. that it would be hard not to feel like mm-hmm. it's somehow and also with like the way that um, a conservative mm. society is set up, it's like mm-hmm. if you if everyone can do something, then you're yeah. f- a failure if yeah. you can't, yeah. or if you don't. Um, I was looking into it's called uh, shit. What's it called? Um, and oh shit, what's it called? It's like uh, an orgasm and a and a. Go- Oh, I restarted my computer. Uh, the the situation when you can't orgasm and mm-hmm. it's either like um, it's like you've never. Mm. Or you used to, but you can't mm. now. Um, and it's always like, hey, it's it's psychological. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much never. Um, well, that they it then goes, it's psychological mm. or it's cancer. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, how can you know? I, I, I think in the past, I believed more about it's uh, physical, that I, mm-hmm. I just don't have the ability. But uh, now I more and more realize it's psychological. Uh, I I just never feel um, relaxed. I never feel it's for me, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just it's it's very stressful for me. When you watch porn, or when you've watched porn, or when you watch porn, what are you watching porn for? I used to watch porn. I don't do it anymore. Like I used to when I was uh, like. Uh, uh single uh like especially before i had my first boyfriend uh this time i i was horny but i didn't know i was horny i didn't know i just need to release sexually Mm -hmm. uh because a good girl don't uh, masturbate a good girl don't watch porn good girl don't need sex Mm-hmm. So, but you were watching porn. So, what were you doing? Not when you were really. Porn? Like, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was watching porn, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because I, I knew it was normal. I didn't watch it, did because, uh, it's, 
it's a needs i need to fulfill it not because uh, no but, why, but, but why? because I, it fe- kind of feel like um, uh, an analogy. I feel like it's a dark side of me, mm-hmm. and uh, I I just couldn't control it. It, it. it feels as if I have a dark, dark side of me. I just like to kill people every night. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it it's the same. Like why this is me? Why I just ca- cannot control myself? Why I I just I I wanted to watch this thing, and I I wanted to like do this and it's 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 crazy it feels like feels like mm-hmm. i am i'm a i'm a psychopath mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now that you you've had sex you mm-hmm. have had multiple boyfriends you've mm-hmm. been in very alternative spaces mm-hmm. um, having been in berlin and been with a bunch of assholes but also mm-hmm. some good people i mm-hmm. guess um watching porn and sort of like like the the concept of sex now now mm-hmm. that you've you've had the framework of a relationship and security mm-hmm. and you even got your mum's blessing mm-hmm. in a way that you've got a partner mm-hmm. with whom you obviously mm-hmm. have sex with mm-hmm. um oh that's not a very sure oh come on uh, mate if you we live, are in a committed relationship if you live together uh-huh. you're fucking it's just a it's just a fact uh, yes, and, and that's why you've got to keep it secret from people back in China. Married so. people don't have sex. Married people don't have sex because they are for too long together. And uh, with with my boyfriend, we are you know very committed and uh, safe, uh, secure relationship. Okay, you're saying you don't have sex that often. That's okay. Not often, but yeah. That's okay, but you still have sex. And mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is the at least the the first point of mm-hmm. social. Or cultural shame yeah. comes from your parents, right? Yeah. And if your mum's not not mm. shaming you anymore, mm-hmm. and if you've had this time to experience different mm. sexual environments with different partners, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like experiment. It's all it's all about practice, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I've only I've only just started figuring out. Anybody who's listened to my <laughs> other podcast episodes will hear this again. I've only just started figuring out mm. how to. Um, uh, get um have an orgasm by myself mm-hmm. from inside like not just my clitoris from mm-hmm. my vagina mm-hmm. and um and so like and i'm 30 i'm extremely i've been promiscu- promiscuous my entire mm-hmm. uh life like mm-hmm. i have been trying to have sexual experiences and pushing myself into situations and very open to things course there's shame around it but um push myself there i've only just at 34 mm-hmm. um been experimenting with this part of my body mm-hmm. so like there's no late time to mm-hmm. start experimenting and if you've already it sounds like you've already started sort of un, like piecing mm-hmm. peeling away some of the layers of shame mm-hmm. because you're in this safe space so you know i'd be interested to hear your uh updates if you were to give yourself half an hour now that you're unemployed or not unemployed, but you've got some free time, Mm -hmm. give yourself or do some reading about the importance of sexual health. Mm -hmm. I, I I actually, now I can share something. I realized Mm -hmm. I, I was hooking around when I was in Holland. Mm -hmm. There's a guy, he recommended me to buy a magic wand Mm -hmm. from Hatachi. And, uh, I got it. And, uh, I don't I don't know if that was um orgasm but that's the 
most close thing I could think about. Cool. Uh, I would come into the rush, and I, my whole face would be red, and uh, and I just feel so much tension. And uh, then afterwards, immediately, I just want to sleep. Uh-huh. Well, I'd say that was probably close to August. Like, mm-hmm. I suppose the the more you practice it and get yourself to that mm-hmm. point, the more you're going to know if it is an mm-hmm. orgasm, mm-hmm. right? Like, not every orgasm is like, whoa, mind is blowing. I'm a different person. Like, mm-hmm. not every orgasm is mm-hmm. mind blowing. I've had orgasms that last for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I've had ones that are like, oh, well, that was okay. I, I think that was the chloe thing i had with orgasm mm-hmm. and uh, it's really an amazing tool but uh, it got broken two two three years ago and uh, since then i couldn't find one so audience members if you know where i can get a hatachi magic wand please let me know i'm really interested in purchasing another one yeah, there's lots of sex toys out there as well. I, I have lots of sex toys. I'm okay. just lazy. But you, that was the one that was... You're yeah. just lazy. Well, I, I, I also the, have the uh, womanizer. Yeah, oh, you got it, the womanizer. It's good, but it never made me to go to that space. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I totally lose myself. Okay. Um, well, I reckon find that magic wand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I think, I think it's... I think with this whole... Um, not orgasming thing mm. you saying it's psychological i think it's yeah it's a it's i guess it's gonna be more as you've called it um mental gymnastics mm-hmm. you know uh springboarding yourself and cartwheeling yourself into mm-hmm. a psychological freedom mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. and sort of experimental um mm-hmm. like sexual playfulness mm-hmm. with yourself yeah. i want to share a thing it's it's a true story i'm not lying like uh, I hope not. You haven't lied once. <laughs> not uh, really. <laughs> uh, I am really honest since my depression. I'm an open book now. So None I of that I, basic bitch shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, I didn't realize I'm doing this type of thing until I talk with you. I. I when I masturbate when I use my womanizer, hmm. I would. Uh, learn German like I would learn German and uh, uh, use womanizer at the same time because I thought yeah, this is why the womanizer isn't working for you Moni <laughs> because you're multitask you can't multitask when you're trying to orgasm or when you're trying to have sexual pleasure the only multitasking can be like two bi- two dicks in your mouth you know like <laughs> That's the kind of multitasking you can do, but not or or whatever you want it to be. But you, like you can't be doing something that's not sex related. I, and that, now you told me, I realize it's ridiculous. But how would I know? How would I know? Like for, I didn't know it was wrong. It's uh, well, maybe to achieve something yeah. great, you need but, to concentrate. <laughs> but but uh, what I want to make a point is that. Uh, uh, that's the level of your ignorance. That, that, that's <laughs> a, that's that's my life and uh, my. Yeah, you're trying to yeah, you're trying to achieve so many things at once that yeah. the orgasm hasn't or sexual pleasure hasn't been a yeah. priority. And I guess yeah. for lots of people that come from conservative countries, yeah, uh, where you know the success story of mm. career, um, career, family, security, mm-hmm. stability uh and and abstinence and all of these things mm-hmm. yeah sexual sexual um craziness and freedom and pleasure mm-hmm. is gonna is gonna suffer 
Yeah. Because yeah. there are other things that are more more mm-hmm. important, like learning German mm. whilst you use the womanizer. In, in, like in my culture, like sexually happy is just not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Like uh, people, they get married and they have only one partner during the whole life. And yes, people cheat, but uh, not many of them. But for majority of people, they only have one partner per life. And uh, for them, sex is really for mere reproduction. Yeah. Because if you marry with a person who you don't even love at the 20, and uh, uh, you don't even get along with each other, why would you have sex at your 40? Oh, totally not. Mm-hmm. Totally. You wouldn't one day just be like, hey, let's make the most of this. And uh, no, you wouldn't. You'd be like, mm-hmm. I really don't want to see you. Today's mm-hmm. my day off. I'm going to spend it in this side of the apartment and you'd be in the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. So, um, what do you want to plug? Uh, I'm doing a um, show, a podcast about mm-hmm. uh, mental illness. I guess in the sex topic, we already know I have lots of things fucked up. So, it's a weekly show called uh, It's Mental Comedy Podcast. You can find me on YouTube and all the, uh, also the audio on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify. Uh, weekly show every Sunday 7 p.m. Uh, the next episode will be about uh, men also need therapy no matter how big you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the guest. Cool. Um, all right, great. So um, again, as always, uh, find me on Instagram, AF Barros, YouTube, Anna Barros, and Facebook, Anna Barros Comedian. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.